You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Hot Wieners. Guy. Yeah. Love. <laughs> death. Family. <laughs> kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. Coming to you from Chris's cavernous rectum, I'm Mike, and this is why is Chris's hair lame? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and because- you, you looked at you always point at me. I never know what to do, so I just thought I'd riff. Well, normally, normally you just you're like, hey. So we were talking off the mics. Yeah, I was looking at Chris's segue into shit. So Chris has this genital wart on his butthole, right? Mm-hmm. And it is if you've not seen Goatsy on the internet, you should look it up just just for a for scope of scale. Now Put that picture life size in an actual, you know, actual, you know, one to one ratio. Then get a monster, a rain, some energy drink can, and then turn it seventy four degrees, and then glue it to the inside of the left butt cheek. This is exactly the wart that we're looking at. I mean, it is. Is colossal. it considered a genital wart if it's on the butt cheek? Uh, I think so. I thought it had to be on your genitals. Now, see, I, is it anal warts? Is it an anal wart? What if it is an anal wart that came from From the penis? Ooh. Right. What if... Did it fall off and then implant itself there? it, It could have, or perhaps the person you're with is XX chromosome and has vulva and those vulva are um, well sort of like a cephalopod's tentacles yeah, they're yeah. like maybe Drippy. four or five per side and mm. maybe like a squid there are two big ones that clit like to stand out and maybe they explode they just, your butthole just, and that's where they yeah. feel around for a, yeah, uh, they, for a they place do. to put warts yeah for sure with the little suction cups that's actually yeah. what leaves the wart is yeah. that suction cup yeah, it's I, the indentation and they make dildos. And they make dildos that have those same kinds of suction cups that are unbelievable. There's a great video on the internet. Someone in the basket in the gymnasium um, had taken an enormous one of those and put it high up along the wall that you couldn't reach it without That's a ladder. Fantastic. And so there's a great video of a teacher out there whacking it <laughs> with a broom <laughs> handle, and it's just <laughs> That's beautiful. So this morning. Um, I couldn't sleep last night because I was worried about waking up on time and nervous about my dog because I had to take him to the vet this morning to have his annual teeth cleaning. Now, last time we had this done, or I should say the first time we had it done, um, it was brutal and they had to put him under and he lost 11 teeth. So... We went to the dentist, or to the dentist, we went to the vet recently and had his shots done and stuff, but I couldn't have his teeth cleaning scheduled the same day, so I had to go back. So we go, last night when I go to pick him up for my mother-in-law's, he knows something's fucking rotten in Denmark, right? He can just tell by the tone of our conversation that things are fucking wrong. So he doesn't want to leave, getting in the car. He doesn't want to leave my mother-in-law's house. Now he loves my mother-in-law above all other people, and I'm, I'm at peace with this, right? Like I'm, I'm not number one in anybody's heart in my sphere of influence and that's just fuck where i'm at it's okay i've it it bugged me for 40 years but now i'm over it 
anyway, so last night he can't have any food past six o'clock and he's like, I'm not getting any treats. This is some bullshit. And then at 10 o'clock, my wife puts his water up on the counter and he goes, oh, oh no, this is some bullshit. Something's wrong. So this morning he goes out to pee. He comes inside and I don't give him his morning. I went out and made my pee-pee's treat. And so he looks at me and he's like, you done fucked up, fat man. He's like, where's the, where's the routine here? You done fucked up. So when we got in the car at quarter after seven this morning, he just, whoosh, it was bad. As soon as we pull up to the, pull up to the, uh, the vet's office, he's just, <laughs> he's, you know, we get him out of the car. He's pissing everywhere. Just a massive dump. I mean, just excavates or I should say really? evacuates everything. Everything's out, right? Empties the dog's inside. Empty, empty. And then we get inside and, ah, oh, it was just, it was pitiful. Absolutely pitiful. So you're kicking him. No, 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 my poor baby, my poor baby. But my wife is all freaked out, right? Like she's upset last night because he's got to have uh, his teeth cleaning and have a mole removed. He's got this gnarly mole next to his scrot, right? That has yeah. grown over the years. Very similar to your anal slash genital wart that's gotcha. in, your, gotcha. in your cavernous body. We're going to call it a janal wart. A janal. Oh my. Genital anal. No, that's great yeah. though. And my mom's name is Jane, so it's perfect. So you have a janal wart <laughs> on. Anyway, he's got this huge thing and he doesn't pick at it or anything but it has grown is it softball size yet uh no but it's it's uncomfortable it's big it's bigger than it needs to be so it's like a second penis so no it's not that big uh this dog's packing he's got that dick anyway so I, where was I? I was talking about. You were talking about the dogs. So he's got this giant, work. giant thing, and he's got to have it removed. And the doctor, last time I was there to get his shots a few weeks ago, the doctor was like, "Look, we're gonna have him have him under already to look at his mouth and clean his teeth and everything." He's like, "Even though he's not picking at it, it's gotten bigger. Let's go ahead and take it off." So he's got to have that, which means my little baby might have a cone, which means my wife's gonna be pathetic. But then, God forbid. If something happens to this dog on the operating table, I, my wife will be destroyed. Really? Destroyed. What? What? So would you get another dog? Not until not, not until not we move. No. Not immediately. No, we would wait until we we would wait until we moved. If, if we sell this house and move elsewhere, no. It's, it's a that's a story I don't want to get into on the mics. Okay. Yeah. But because uh, I'm not supposed to talk about where we're going or what we're moving, yada yada yeah, yada, yeah, you know what sense. I mean? Yeah, because of restraining orders and all that good garbage. Yeah. So I have been verboten from talking about this on the microphones anymore. Nice. Yeah. Did she know that you were talking about it on the microphone? Yeah, sure. Because I don't, uh, Chris. I don't make very secret what I talk about because it's out there, right? Well, so yeah, there's no sense. Know. She doesn't listen. I don't think so. I think Tara told me one day, she was like, I listen, and the way you talk and what you say about people isn't okay. And I'm like, well, we don't motherfuck any person in particular. Yeah, who, okay, hold on a second. Now, all right, putting a pin in my in my wife and her adoration for this animal, yeah. why, why, is, why does Tara not like what we say about people? I, I don't know, and it was one of those things, because I, I explained to her later, I was like, you know, I was like, if said person was there i'd be saying the same thing if it was about any one particular person i was like but generally we're speaking in generalities yeah. about uh groups of people 
more so than anything in in hopes that it opens their eyes to their blindness. Yeah. I mean, I'm fallible. I get it wrong all the time. No, and totally if I'm if, if I'm if I'm wrong, I pray God I have the maturity to see it and to admit it. Now, that's not always the case. I just don't give a shit. Like that's the biggest she's like, "What if one of the kids friends parents hear it because they know you do a podcast and then we then they don't want their kids to hang out with our kids because you're an asshole." And huh. I was like, "Okay. Like probably Probably an asshole parent anyway with an asshole kid at that point. Well, what's better, knowing or not knowing? Would you would you rather be ignorant of the fact that the person with whom your children hanging out, their parents have viewpoints or ideologies with which you disagree, and you're concerned that that is infecting their children and that it will infect yours? Uh or in, in, in knowing that and dealing with it and addressing it head on or just not knowing and, you know, hopefully someday your kid calls you a cunt. If we were going to be around those people anyway, I was going to say a bad word. Like, I just do that. It's what comes out of my face hole. Well, and, and here's an interesting thing is that those are my children but they have their own lives. They get to make their own decisions and they're their own people. And even if I do something, I mean, God forbid my friends and family or my friends judged me on the behavior of my parents. Right. I mean, pray Jesus, absolutely fucking Christ. There's, there's just, I, I would be alone. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I had Bible thumping parents and then an alcoholic growing up. So, Pick one. Not as bad as yours, of course. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's all it's all relative, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, it is is honestly looking back and looking at the state of the world, are you kidding? Everybody's I mean, parents. It's a fun cakewalk. Yeah. My life has been a cake walk. I mean, it has. Sure, there were a few early years there that were a little bit rough, but honestly, weighing that against the rest of my life, dude, I've been fucking charmed. Right. Absolutely charmed. Right. I'm cool. I'm all, I'm all right with the beatings. Nobody put any fingers in my butthole. I didn't get raped by anybody. Nobody put a penis in my mouth or, you know, shoved their clit up my nostril. None of that weird shit happened to me. So I'm cool, man. I mean, a little beating here and there, a little bit of, you know... Uh, diminished self-worth hey who who doesn't have it yeah but 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 as as far as and i know i often say that i i I don't want to know i don't want to know the truth and that ignorance is is bliss but i don't have kids so I don't share Tara's concern. And although I can understand her perspective and I can understand your perspective, I, I don't sympathize with them because I don't have children. Now I like to think if I did have kids that my kids would be raised to be critical thinking enough and sharp enough and open-minded enough to make their own decisions. And so if somebody's parent was kind of kooky, that would be okay. But also my kid has a relationship with your kid, not with you. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't fucking care. Like, I know that sounds awful. The kids will make friends because mm-hmm. they're their own people in their own, they're their own point on this timeline. Right. Um, I'm mine. And like, 
we get to intersect and interact and it's wonderful and I love that and I wouldn't trade that for anything. But if uh if I were around those people anyway, mm-hmm. I would be saying the same foul shit. Right. It's just part of who I am and right. I who I am is awful. <laughs> no, you're not it's okay. Awful. You're shut up. You are I not. I have fun with it. You of course, but the thing is is that anybody who does this for the most part, and I know that there are some exceptions. I know that there are some exceptions, but for the most part, the people that do this are some exaggerated version of themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, that's not to say that that version of you is insincere. It just means that you present things in a way that you hope is provocative or entertaining. Yeah, you're a caricature. Right. Um, that's not to say that you're, you're saying things that you don't believe in. It's just that, you know, you're, you may exaggerate for the sake of, uh, for the funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's certainly, certainly true. I mean, I don't honestly believe that my wife would be more shaken up by my dog's death than mine. I don't actually believe that, but it's fun to joke about. It's funny to fucking joke about. Yeah. And, and sometimes She's really into that dog. Sometimes I wonder, am I? Am Are I number second fiddle? Yeah. Am I? Am I second chair right now? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I feel like it. Now I know I'm not. That's ridiculous. But she has a very special relationship with that fucking animal. And if we had a cat, it would be the same way. If we had a dog, a different dog, it would probably be the same way. She's got a very different relationship and cl- close relationship with her mother. It's just. She has different relationships with people than I do. And she has deeper relationships with people and animals than I do. That's so weird. I think that's a, I think that's a male-female thing, though. Well, now, I, I see you can't. It's, it's 2021, Chris. You can't say that anymore. What you have to say is X, Y, X, X. Because male ah. and female are constructs. X, Y, X, X are actual concrete scientific facts. So. I see. You, I see. You think because I'm X, Y, I have a different relationship. Yes, than- because your hormones come out in such a way that you are more so detached from emotional connections to people and things than X, Y. Now, is there, XX, is, is there science to support that? Because I'm ignorant on the subject, right? I, that I don't know. Yeah, I, it, was a, it was an assumption that I was making. Gotcha. Because I don't... That's, that's the thing where really I'm embracing my ignorance is bliss. Like, turn off, don't watch the news, right, left, don't listen to the radio anymore, whether it is, you know, talk, hate radio or NPR, anything that has to do with politics... I'm trying to just extricate myself from it entirely. I didn't say anything political, though. No, no, you didn't. What I'm saying is, for me, I want to be blissfully ignorant of what's going on in the world. Because I I had a buddy, super into conspiracy theories. And I like conspiracy conspiracy theories more than most people. Uh But he's off the goofy crap-a-meter. And I started debating him, and I realized... You know, not only am I wasting my time and effort asking him legitimate critical thinking questions when I'm just met with insanity and more links to crazy YouTube videos that prove nothing, that just ask more asinine, insane questions, I realized 
what am I doing? I'm never, ever going to change his mind. But more importantly, what is he doing? Like, why get so absolutely bent out of shape about something that absolutely I cannot, I cannot affect? Not not that not that I'm unable to, or you know, not that I'm able to, not that I have. There's just no reality where yeah, you change yeah. it. I just there's there's absolutely. Let's say, for the sake of argument, the United States government did in fact perpetrate 9/11. What am I going to do? Right. Not. A, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to podcast. I'm going to write. I'm going to play role-playing games. I'm going to watch television. Uh, I'm going to hang out with my friends. I am All the going, same shit that you are already I'm doing. I'm going to abuse intoxicants, and I'm not going to give a fuck. So, and I know it's like, duh, Mike, you sound like an idiot. Of course, it's very, very obvious, but I don't think it is obvious because these, these ideas become identity, and we become so wrapped up in what our political ideology is that we're f- it's it's like without it we don't know who we are well it's not it's not just politics though this is like it's a character flaw that a lot of people have and and now I'll, I'll i'll bring it in with this so a lot of people have the character flaw of yes i will argue so that i am heard i'm going to get this word in and it's it's going to be something profound and no, undeniable I'm yeah i'm guilty i mean i'm i'm often the loudest voice in the room so you bring this undeniable truth to the table and another place where this happens is actually in breakups or arguments just a regular argument not even political so oftentimes you'll hear somebody be like oh i'm just going to after all this is said and done, I'm going to fucking write them this big, long message, and I'm going to say exactly what I feel, and it's going to be great. And it's not. All it does is open the fucking floodgates so that that person gets to voice their thing, and then you're stuck in this perpetual loop, the same one that you would be stuck in politically. And this is because we are so egotistical that we believe that we can— that our word is like that of God and that when we say it, we speak it into existence. And that just isn't the case because you're speaking out against somebody who believes the exact same thing. So we have God speaking out against God, in which case we are at a stalemate. The unstoppable force has met the immovable object. Hmm. Hmm. So other than non-participation right i mean like i mean what else manipulation yeah well i mean what else what else do you do manipulation yeah i just but then i'm just not gonna i'm just not gonna bother i mean i don't know i i don't know there's so much that we do that is manipulation when interacting with another person it's not even funny and like you don't always even realize that you're doing it so what do you do you engage the person pleasantly and when they bring their stupid shit to the table what do you do then Oh, well, you know, you did this. Oh, man, I see how you could feel that way. Go about your business. And then later on, yeah, I was thinking this, blah, blah, blah. You know? And that person's going to think about it then. They're going to think about the point that you had just made and your side of it. They're not going to think about the argument that you were having. It's... Yeah, here's a good example. It's running a, running my, my tabletop role-playing game last Friday. And one of my players 
shows up at the game and every time they show up they're 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 showing up right after work so they're rushed they're frazzled totally get it you give everybody time to decompress they are always the last individual there um and they're they're frazzled but lately they've been in a pretty crappy mood yeah and it's very very long into the game before they start to kind of come out of their shell come out of their shell and not be so crappy and so here it is you know you got here at six o'clock and here it is nine o'clock at night and you're finally acting like a decent you know like you want to like like you want to like you want to be here yeah because they're a very very decent person and i shouldn't characterize it in that fashion but they're finally behaving like they want to be here and so well this most recent friday same thing as usual except they're on their phone just texting and i let it go for a while because they're going through stuff and i really do think that the isolation of covid has really dicked up their brain to the point where they even said you know i spent all this time as somebody who has social anxiety, developing my routines and learning to deal with people. And it seems like COVID set me back 20 years. Yeah. So try to let it all go. But eventually they're still on their fucking phone. So I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Are we, is my game interrupting this? And they look at me and they go, Oh no, 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 it's fine. And they go back to their texts. And I was like 20 years ago, I mean, Mike, I would have thrown it out of my fucking house. Like that's how angry and reactionary a person I was. I would have stopped the game. I would have yelled at that person, told me get the fuck out of my house. Because that's the rudest, rudest goddamn thing. Right? But I just let it go. So for me going forward, instead of losing my temper, the way to handle it is like, hey, do you remember when you ran game X? If I showed up every game with this attitude and then I behaved the way that you did at this last game, how would you have felt? And that's really, I think the better way to handle it's it. Impactful. Yeah. Now because this, you're engaging empathy at that point. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I, I'm tired of having to do that with people. I'm tired of being patient and I know it sounds like I'm not, a patient person, but I just, I'm fucking fed so, up. So there are times where you have to say what you mean and like whatever that might be, even if it's unpleasant, it has to be done. Right. Um, there's a, there's a tactful way to do it. You don't want to say anything that is malicious at right. that point, but you th- just want to say what's true. Okay. You shouldn't say anything malicious. You want to. I do want to. Sure. I do want to. I do desire to lash out yeah, and hate speech at that it, point. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do want to inflict damage because I'm hurt and I want to hurt back. Yeah, it's your ego at that point. Yeah, you know what which I mean? is not helpful. Right. But it's awesome. It is and it's not, man. It is and it's not. I, I realized... Mm, it's pretty awesome. I realized a couple of years ago, like in conversations with a, a boss of mine, um, that I got much further sharing broad concepts with him than I did coming at him in a combative fashion. Like when I met the dude, I was very combative with him. Uh, And I did it because I'm like, don't fuck with me. I'm here doing what I'm supposed to do. You don't fuck on me. So he was like, okay. And like, I think I got some of his respect that way because he's like, yeah, this guy doesn't play this game. So after that, we would just have conversations. And instead of coming out and being combative, I would talk about 
something. And then I would have him come back and repeat it within a couple of days. But he's like, I really thought about that. And and you're right. Like it just, it meant hmm. more to give them the concept and say chew on this than it did to say, eat this now, bitch. You right. know what I mean? Sure. And I think that most people need time to consider things from that perspective. Because as you said, I mean, in the immediate, you you throw your ego, you know, you 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 immediately want to shield it and lash out at somebody else. It's yeah, just, or, or use it to inflict damage. Yeah. But if you if you engage somebody's empathy, you're gonna have a much more fruitful conversation. Sure, but I'm the kind of person that I just I get to a point where there's just been enough transgression where I just, you know, I'm ready to break up. But you you have to you have to you have to at times be combative. Yeah. Like you can't lose the ability to do so because when you do that, you're neutering yourself. Hmm. And that's you. bad. Yeah. Um, you also can't, uh, here I'll call it declawing yourself. Okay, you have to have claws. The likelihood of having to use them if you have them goes down drastically. Yeah, but, so it's like, a, it's like many, many other things like your seatbelt or your second amendment. Right, right. So yeah, I mean, it's it's all about playing it right, I suppose. It's really hard to do that in the heat of the moment, though. Yeah, I, I find it challenging. But the thing that I find liberating is caring less. I mean, obviously, I still care about stuff, but I just, you know, is it really worth my time to even talk to this person about that thing? I'm getting softer in my old age, mm-hmm. and it's... Uh... It's more. I, 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 I saw guess, your. I saw your blue chew. Your blue chew envelope over there. So that makes sense. What the fuck is blue chew? <laughs> it's like a. It's a Viagra type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah not that soft. Um, <laughs> I can. I can still put on a rager. Uh, <laughs> anywho, you can still. You can still hang a towel from your turgid rod. Damn right, a wet one. <laughs> uh, wet washcloth. Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah a tissue maybe <laughs> dry as a bone <laughs> i'll get, I'll get a, a paper towel <laughs> let's not exaggerate here um anywho uh fuck where was i you were talking about your raging boner and then you're talking about how you've gotten soft in oh, your yeah, old yeah, age yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no i've gotten softer in the sense that um i i feel for people more now uh but it I, I guess the, the one thing that's changed is I'm also less engaged. So, like, I'm, instead of being in the shit with people, I'm just outside of it. So, like, I can I can see where all parties involved are coming from much better than I could have before. And uh, it, it's it's given me a, a nice way of looking at things and, like, a new a new frame of reference, if you will. But as far as overall yeah as far as like overall just combativeness no i don't think i'm as combative as i once was but i i do believe uh i'm i'm more honed if that makes sense in it my, does in yeah. my engagements with other yeah, people yeah yeah it, it sure does it's it's as if you recognize the limited economy of your of your giving a fuck and there are things that you're just like, this is not something that is important to me, so I'm just not going to bother with it. Yeah. And the bit of energy that I do have is sharpened and focused on the few things that I do actually care about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it, it works well. 
it, it's gooder. Yeah. So my my brother sent me a Facebook message that he's a uh, he's a uh, he, he's he's already trying to figure out how he's going to handle my sister's upcoming nuptials. My sister's fiance, uh, you know, her boyfriend proposed, and now they're getting married, which means that there's going to be a wedding. Which means your that, mother will be there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now we're all trying to figure out what we're going to do. I, I'm going to go. Why wouldn't you? Um, because Jane's going to be there. So what? Um, are do, are you close to your sister? You have a good relationship with her. Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't. We are not. We are not as close as we could be for sure. So and you're I there for her, not for Jane. Then you yeah, love for her. sure. You love her. Uh sure. Yeah, okay. of, co- of course I do. Okay, so you're there for her, of not course for Jane. I do. So then yeah. it would be selfish to say I'm not going to go just because Cunt's yeah. going to be there. Yeah, but I, but I, but from the opposite perspective, I don't have children. And so the idea that my brother doesn't want to expose his children to her, did I totally get and respect sure. that and, and would do the same thing? I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's very fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've been there with people and with my kids. I'm like, yeah, they can never see you and yeah. that's fine. Uh, so I, I, I completely get that. But like. And your situation, yours is very different. Yeah. So the question is, is my wife going to go? I, told I, her, mean, I was like, babe, you your, don't your have to Your brother could find a sitter for his kids. He could. I mean, that's that's a simple thing. He gets to support your sister at that juncture. Yeah. I, I think that the stand of saying, I am not coming with my children because you are there is important to him. Is it? Yeah. You can I mean, just use your fucking words. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. No, see, I don't think that's fair. I don't. I, I, I don't, do. I don't. I don't. Absolutely. I don't think that's. I don't think that that's fair at all. So he doesn't show up with the kids. Yeah. Okay. What if she's none the wiser? Oh, um. You see, I I understand your argument. Um. Knowing my family, I am confident. Okay, they're gossips. That she understands precisely why they're not there, assuming that's the way things play out. Hmm. Yeah. Like, these people aren't, I mean, there's a lot wrong with us, but they're not fucking dumb. I mean, she knows. Hmm. That's super interesting, man. Yeah. I hope that goes well. Hey, look, the important part is, is that, I know. Hi, Tara. Hi. Hey, so I hear that you don't like the way that Chris and I talk to people. Oh, no, it was, I don't like the way you talk to people while I'm on the phone with patients. Oh, okay, that's fair. That was different. Yeah, that's different, okay. That's not exactly what you said. You said something like Well, I miss you. You're always down. You're always see. The problem is, is that you you got this job and you got all fucking serious. Because I remember even before you were pregnant, right? You were with number three. You were all yeah. Well, I was high. You were fun until you got this gig. But yes, yes. I am. I will because I am not holding currently, but. Mm, I know, I know somebody who knows somebody. I gotta stop eating the milkmaid before I can, but that's uh, right on. Well, good for you. She's working on it. Yeah, well, and she's got to hide her coworker from me because I'm a gross skeevy old dude. <laughs> she's downstairs right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah, bring her on yeah. up. No, bring don't. Candy for don't do that. No, <laughs> no. 
Oh my God. So I got a buddy, right? His wife fucking hates me. Hates me. Like, okay. So you're so charming. So, okay. I used to work for this medical company called Medical West. And at Medical West, if you didn't work in the warehouse, right, which was 100% dude, if you worked over here, it was 95% women and just unbearable hotties, right? Hotties everywhere. Hotties. I used to, the department I used to work in, I used to joke that they needed to do a calendar, right? That I would be, I would be, this was back when I was fatter. I would be Santa Claus in December and they could all be my Mrs. Claus and my elves and whatever. So yeah, I didn't get fired. Any which way. I'm a very non-threatening man because people know I'm not going to fuck around on my wife. So chicks know I'm not trying to fuck them. So I get away with some garbage, right? Anyway, so the woman who runs the resupply or runs the, the clinical department whose job ultimately I took, uh, unbearably fucking hot, just unbearably hot. And her close friend who no longer worked there, psychotic cunt, um, is dating a buddy of mine who still works there and is doing a lot of my training. Any which way, this woman, buddy's, buddy's now wife, it runs as one of the people that runs a local science fiction convention. A science fiction convention that gives you free beer if you buy a ticket. And so drunk people are everywhere. Now, I did not pay for my ticket to this con, but that's a story for another day. We're drinking out of our, our car, right? Drinking out of the trunk of the car. We've got a cooler and all that stuff. We just crashed the party. So I see my buddy from work and we're talking and here comes his, here comes his at the time fiance. And I don't know what it was, but she just had this very sour, I just tasted lemons and smelled a fart at the same time look on her face. And so I just laid into about how hot and stupid her friend was and that how unbearable she is. And she starts getting nasty with me. And I looked at her and I was like, listen, I don't fuck you. I don't care what you think. <laughs> and she doesn't like me. And it's created a turbulent relationship. It has. It, it has. So fast forward to a couple of weekends ago, there, all these group of people are at a trivia contest. So is my buddy and his wife who found all the weight that I lost. Anyway, so they're, <laughs> so they're, they're at this trivia thing and they're running late to my buddy's birthday party at this bowling alley, right? And in the picture, my nemesis is there and I know that my buddy is coming. So I assume that she's coming. Dude, he rolls in, fuck, not a goddamn sign of her. And, uh, and I'm like, dude, you didn't bring your wife. And he goes, do I look like a fucking idiot? I knew, well, I'm not, of course I'm not bringing my wife. It was awesome. Everybody was like, hey, thanks for bringing Mike. Yeah. Hey, thanks for bringing Mike. Hey, thanks for inviting Mike. We appreciate it. Oh, that my God. Cunt. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> that is so fucking brutal. It's mean and an exaggeration of what occurred. No one overtly thanked me. But they did. Yeah, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. I tell myself that every time I walk into a, a room. Vibe. It was a vibe. I walk into a room dude, and I'm you're like, so fuck you're off. Welcome. You're so handsome. There is a vibe. Dude, like I'm I'm super straight. Like I'm not into dudes, but I am firm enough to recognize when a man's attractive. Dude, if I was into dude, I would crush your little twink ass. I mean, I <laughs> would crush you. You would have bruised hip bones uh, from behind. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He 
Oh, you do? Are you guys peggers? Fuck Seriously, no. are you peggers? No. Oh. Not interested. <laughs> yeah, not interested. Uh, I'm, I got my the vertebrae in my neck hurt just from the idea of something going in my butt. Like it might get that far. Yeah, no, I would scramble your guts. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Did I tell you I shredded my scrotum? So I was shaving. I was trimming my lawn. I do think you told Reese. about this. You ever seen Freddy Krueger's face? Wow. The front just. Yeah. I, I didn't know my. What the fuck were you cutting over I, I no, I just got clumsy. <laughs> Don't do it when you're stoned. I had a Colombian sauna. All right, so you go into the bathroom, you close the door, you turn on the shower. It's all steamy, and then you just got your. Fuck, guys, fuck. And then you just soak in that water. Mm, stretch it out, soak in that water. And then you're like, I'm mm, gonna shave. You're cleaning up your face, you're feeling great, you're all steamy, your skin's moist, and you're like, huh, downstairs looks tragic. Let's go ahead and fix that up. <laughs> and you shred your shit. Yeah, it was brutal. My wife was like, oh my God, the good yeah, news he is. He used a cheese grater. That's what he's not telling you. So the, the cool thing is, though, my wife came home, Randy, and I got a beach that day because she was like, oh, well, we can't now. I mean, look at that. That's terrible. So, boom, winning. So what happens when you have tiger blood, Chris. That's pretty nifty. Yeah. Uh, where's our cheese grater? just have hair on there we go. You got to clean your shaft though, right? Like the shaft, you yeah. can't, you got to, the, the, the stragglers. Yeah. The, yeah. the, yeah, the bark's got to be off the tree. Sure. The roots can be, but the, the, you know, sure, sure. No errant limbs. That's right. No errant limbs. No dirty flossing. No dirty flossing. That's a word of wisdom right there. Yeah. Don't dirty floss. Don't dirty floss. <laughs> You gotta say flouse. No dirty flousing. But you can. But if you live in St. Louis, you can roll dirty. There is nothing. I mean, I don't. I don't know why the DMVs are even open in this town. People's plaints are not legit. No, no. There's so often, (laughs) so often, I get trade-ins, and people are like, "Oh yeah, I never paid sales tax," and it's like, "Okay, how long ago did you buy this car? Two years ago. How the fuck did you do that?" Nobody pulls you over? No, 2020, nobody pulled you over. Oh, dude, I I have become, I mean, I've never been a great driver. I'm far more alert now than I've ever been because I probably drive 20 miles an hour faster on average per road than I ever did. Really? Yeah, just fucking cops don't care. They're going to pull me over. Dude, I was driving. I was, I was on my way home from work yesterday. I'm cruising like 90 miles an hour. I believe um, it. Because you can't tell. And you're being super sexy. Lady cop pulls you over and you Dude, gotta, no, no, no. So this, I, I had to eat a pussy to get out of this. I see, I see this fucking, this uh, Ford Exploder in front of me. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to get over so I can pass this Exploder. I get a little closer and I see State Trooper inscribed across the back. Mm. There's no way this guy didn't know I was going fucking 90. I was sure. flying. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So I basically just completely let off the gas. It's like a parachute pops out. You're like... Yeah, and, you, and I start just kind of cruising in their blind spot. Oh, I'm like this is beautiful. the safe place. This is the safe place, right? Beautiful. Here. And there's fucking cars coming up alongside me, and they're like, so then <laughs> they let out the shoot, and I watch them just drift back. It's so fucking funny, yeah. but it happens all the time. Dude, fucking at this point, I used to I used to be one of those people that was scared. Like, I mean, I'm not 
I'm not going below the speed limit when yeah. there's a police officer at the side of the highway because that's asinine. But now I'm going 70 and the cops going 65. Eh, fuck or whatever, just pass them. I finally got a warrant taken away, so I'll get to speed again. But I've had oh, to be very good. A like, warrant? Who did you punch? Come into it. I didn't punch anybody. I get warrants for stupid shit because I forget tickets are there. So, you know, that's a thing. Okay, forgetfulness. I got it. I got it. I had a wonderful lady. Shout out to Jefferson County because, man, they really took care of me over the phone. They made me pay a lot, but I didn't have to go to court, which is really nice. That's very cool. I think state troopers should really just carry a Venmo or some sort of like PayPal. Right. I'd be happy to pay you right then and there. The the only reason that government does not do spot fines because it would exploit what they're doing in the first place that it would expose what or they're expose, doing yeah, that's it would what ex- I meant. yeah yeah that, so the, the only reason that government doesn't do that tara is because it's efficient then in a lumbering bureaucracy is required for your oppression they can't just that's why in south africa when you get pulled over you you have your ticket or you also have your spot fine and if you if you can pay your spot fine in cash you just pay your cash spot fine, which is usually less than your ticket, and you go about your business. Now, that spot fine, of course, just goes into the officer's pocket because it's not a real legal thing. But you're right. That's exactly – they don't care about your safety. It's all about, it's all about generation of income and oppressing people. And it's the- so crazy to me because I pay so many dollars every month. Like I know for a fact – I pay a cop's salary every month in taxes. Like me personally, I've fucking done their income before. I'm like, shit, dude, I pay in taxes what you make a month. So I know without a shadow of a doubt. It's not about, it's not I'm about, doing, it's I'm not about the police them. officer. No, it I is understand. A, it's about, and, and when I say the state, I mean the royal state, the, yeah. you know, capital, all cap state. It's about the state generating revenue. But that's not what we're here for, Chris, because this is delving into the realms of politics. Too political, Chris. So you know what I say? Nobody wants dirty flossing.